What's up, y'all? You're now listening to the What Now Podcast. I'm Dr. Spencer Dupre, owner of Empower Chiropractic. And I am Dr. Zach Thompson, owner of Within Chiropractic. The purpose of this podcast is to document and share the experiences of two young business owners as we open our own brick and mortar chiropractic practices. Join along as we discuss all of our wins, our losses, insights, and the many, many lessons we learned. As a disclaimer, none of this is ever intended to be medical, legal, or financial advice. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the What Now podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dr. Spencer Dupre with Empower Chiropractic in Argyle, Texas, joined by my buddy, Dr. Zach Thompson within Chiropractic in Colleyville. And we also have a really awesome special guest today, Dr. Newly dubbed Dr. Colton O'Brien, a recent graduate, one of our homies. Yep. In his startup, What Now phase, we're super excited that you're on the podcast, Colt, and uh, we're excited for everyone to hear what you have to share, man. So, Zach, yeah, tell everybody yeah, yeah. what we're getting into today. Yeah, so I'll, I'll second what Spencer said. Super excited to have Dr. Colton O'Brien on the podcast. Uh, this is exactly what we do. You know, it's what now? What should we uh, be focusing on? Or what, what have we done in the pre- past that we should learn from? And today, Spencer and I, you know, are big networkers. Uh, for those that aren't sure or familiar with the word networking, networking is going out to uh, B&Is or chamber events or uh just a local happy hour and connecting with other local professionals or people in the community and um, handing out your business card, right? Um, Or that's what some people think networking is. So today we're going to talk about how we have been successful in networking. Um, Me personally, I think I calculated the other day, 80% of my new patients have come from networking, uh, not social media, which is surprising in today's day and age. Um, But Colton told us that very recently, he went to his first BNI, which stands for Business Networking International. Uh, it's a Ooh. very, very structural group. Uh, they meet weekly. So, Colton, let's first uh, introduce yourself, where are you at in the process, um, and then tell us a bit about your experience in your new BNI. Yeah. Um, what's up, everybody? Like they said, I'm Dr. Colton O'Brien, and uh, thanks for having me on. I've been listening to this podcast every week. Two of my good friends and mentors. So, uh, yeah. It's a, a great show definitely learning a lot but where i'm at in the process right now is about a month from opening i graduated a month ago a little over a month ago um and just trying to get back in work figured out um getting the business established the legal things business account all that stuff and then like they said now i'm starting to turn my focus into like okay how am i going to bring patients in and how am i going to establish myself in the community so Last week, I went to my first BNI meeting, which was an awesome opportunity just to start to expose myself to the community and just meet people in that community. What was your What was your experience like in that in that BNI? Give us your, your sixty second commercial. No, I'm kidding. Uh, what What did you feel? Was it uncomfortable? Was it different? Um, do you feel like school prepared you at all for that? No, I don't feel like school prepared me well for that, but uh, life definitely prepared me for it. I just, I pride myself on being being a person that, that goes out and tries to seek and create relationships with people. Um, so I walked in and first things first, uh, like they had a visitor pass for me and then kind of, I didn't have to do a lot of work. Everyone kind of swarmed me. It was super welcoming. It reminded me of, of like being that new person at church or my first day whenever I stepped onto Parker and everyone was just super loving and super welcoming. So that like dropped the the stress that I had going into it. Um, 
And then once it was time to sit down, they said we had to give our our uh, sixty second commercial, and I knew that because I asked Zach what to be prepared for, and I stood up, and it was good. It was a good thing that I'm doing this now because it was just not what I prepared to say. It was, <laughs> and I didn't. I pieced my way through it, but it, it was a little choppy. But I think I got the point across, and yeah. Now I've been practicing yeah. every day my sixty second commercial because I realize the value in, in communicating what we do. Um, yeah. That's awesome, man. That is so like to a T exactly what I felt my first time. I was like, I think I got, you know, I had an idea that there was going to be a 60 second commercial. Um, you know, it's just like you said, there's people super welcoming and then it gets to that, that time to go around the room and you're like, Oh wait, like, you know, there's some, there's some vets, there's some dogs in here. They've done this 60 second commercial more than once, you know, like they have a tagline, they got everything. Yeah, and so, with jingles and stuff, and I was like, "Wow, I guess I need to." Guess I need to <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's awesome. That that gave me flashbacks. I, I first joined at BNI back in I think March or April of last year, and man, it was like I want to talk about chiropractic, and then you get up there and you're like, you say everything, and they're like, "You still have 45 seconds," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, I'm Zach. That's that's about all I got, and then you're like, "Okay, time to time to practice." Um. What do you it's funny how whenever good good uh, say it's funny how whenever someone just asks you like what do you do you have no idea right you spend all this time in school like being like this is what I, I stick my life on this is where I plant my flag and someone's like so what do you do and you're like uh, I have no idea yeah like, exactly I, I adjust the spine correct subluxation blah, blah and it's like okay you know yeah. and and it's good right and I think I think what you're doing and what you said is like really potent that you're already noticing okay it's good that i'm doing this now uh that, that word was good i don't know what happened to my tongue there, but it's good that you're doing this now um and not uh not waiting right because i think one of the biggest benefits to doing these 60 second commercials or, or going to be an or going to these networking events before you're open is the communication you'll have in the office uh that was something i, I really noticed since opening was like wow like i'm a lot more fluid i'm calmer um i realize how quickly time can go by but also how slowly like that 60 seconds like our, our group times it and so talking slow or talking more clearly um not getting your tongue stuck when you're trying to say words like good um just really helps when you're in the office and and brings a much calmer sense when you're when you're with patients so kudos to you on that um do you have any any questions or Spence, do you have any insight to your, I know you've done more chamber work. What has your, your experience been networking? Uh, well, me personally networking, I'm in a group called master networks. It's just like B and I, except instead of red, it's blue. And, <laughs> uh, it's literally the same thing. Super structured. You go around and, um, you do your, like we do a 30 second intro where, um, it depends on the day. So there's like a rotating agenda in our, um, master networks group. And so it's nice because, so like one week, like the group will like quote bond like over coffee or something. And then the next time um, somebody will do like a showcase of a business where you give like an eight to 10 minute presentation on what you do. Um, every time you go around the room and you say like, Hey, I'm so-and-so this is what I do. Um, but I do have a question for Colton, like Colton, what, what uh, one, how did you find your BNI group? Right. How do you find these groups uh, whenever you're just starting out? And then two, um, what were some of like the pre-meeting jitters, right? Like, because, 
um, you know, in the, in the, when you're there, everything changes, right? But it's like, what is the work? What kind of things were you doing to prepare? Like for your 60 second commercial after, does that kind of inform you what was going on? Yeah, cool. Um, the, the pregame jitters were, were just that, just like a, for a basketball game, what it is. But when you're in the moment, you're in the moment. But before, the night before, Liz and I were hanging out. Liz is my wife, by the way. We were hanging out, cooking dinner, watching TV, and she just, like, looked over at me, and she's like, what are you thinking about? Like, why are you not present right now? I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to say in this 60-second commercial. Um, so that was that was what I felt like before. And then driving up there, I felt really good. I was confident. I was excited. Um, it was just – it felt like I was, like, taking a step to really do this thing and, and start being a chiropractor and start getting the message out that so many people need to hear. So – I was really empowered um, walking into that room. So that was really cool. Um, and then, like I said, after after I spoke, it was just like, oh, I could have done this better, could have done that better. But in hindsight, I was really just proud of myself that I, that I took the step anyway. Yeah. But to speak yeah. to um, to speak to finding it, I just Googled B&I. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that's where you go. And so I Googled B&I. Um, and was tr- having trouble deciding which one. And so I called the national number and was like, this one doesn't have a chiropractor. That's what it, that's what it tells you on, online. It won't tell you whether your profession is in that group or not. But if you call, they'll, they, they have the ability to look and see if your pr- profession is in that group. So you don't have to waste your time going if they already have that profession there. Yeah. Um, so like, they don't have a chiropractor. So I was like, yeah, let me check this one out. And it was also the largest group. Um, Nice. That's awesome. I think I think something just so our listeners are uh, familiar too with BNI, it's unlike a chamber where there's only one uh, professional from each service uh, able to be there. So like, there's only one chiropractor. There's only one residential realtor. There's only one business banker. Right. There's no like. There's not another one. Um, So that's why it was important for Colt to find a group that did not have a chiropractor. That's all. That's, yeah. It's it's funny to hear too you talking about because I mean I'm still doing the same thing. Like when I leave the group, I'm I'm going back over my head, kind of like watching film. Like okay, what did I say? How could I have said it differently? Uh, did I use my time wisely? Oh, when I was in this conversation in this networking moment, uh, this person said this, and I didn't even mention how that ties into chiropractic. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's it. Was just funny to hear you say that. It's 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 so fun to. Because when you're when you're in these BNI, so many of these people, I mean, there's literally professional networkers. Like their job for their company is to network. Um, so when you're around them, you're like, oh wow, like they they do this well. Um, you know, be like, and of course we compare ourselves, and then they would come to our office, and be like, wow, you do chiropractic well. It's like, yeah, well, okay, you know, yeah. makes a little trade off there. But um, it's definitely enjoyable and funny to hear you talking about just going back over your head. Yeah, being proud that you you took the first step. I think that is the most important part. You're not going to be um, sheltered in your office when you first open. You're actually going to already have your name out there. And now you'll, those people in that BNI are excited for you to open. Uh, so that was the same thing for me. Yeah, I think I think that was the coolest thing that I realized once being there is like people are looking for chiropractors, and especially being the only profession in that only chiropractor in that group. Everyone was super excited. They're like, oh, man, we've been waiting on a chiropractor to come. And everyone's talking about how much they love the chiropractor they used to have or 
things of that nature. So it just, it just gave me a lot of confidence and helped me realize like people are looking for us. And so just, yeah. we just got to get out there. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's, that's a good segue into, you know, people are looking for us. Right. And so Spencer and I uh, talk a lot um, outside <laughs> of this podcast about how to properly network and then also how to really know who your ideal clientele is. Uh, we both did a lot of work with, uh, the Delta Sigma Chi uh, business school and you read book yourself solid by Michael Port. So knowing and understanding who your ideal clientele is, but also how to best communicate who you're looking for. Um, so Spence, how, how have you navigated? I'm sure when you first started, it wasn't, wasn't the best, you know, talking about who your ideal clientele is, but how have you really refined that so that it's super particular in what the people you want to serve. And so that those people in that group know who to look for. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, so I um, I started networking. I was not good at it as much of a social butterfly as I thought that I was. I thought I was going to flap my little wings around and everyone was going to love me. And I really like just kind of flailed like a fish is what kind of felt like, you know. Um, and then uh, going through the pediatric experience startup um, book, uh, Tony Ebel was just saying like, hey, man, when you're networking, you have to shift the conversation to um, from like, uh, oh, hey, I'm a chiropractor too. I'm a pediatric chiropractor, right? Because my ideal clientele, um, I I was going through Delta Sigma Chi business school. I was always like, oh, I don't think ideal clientele really exists. Like I'll serve anyone and everyone. And then like I heard, you know, like when you try to sell to everyone, you really sell to no one. And when you try to serve everyone, like you really serve no one because your your grasp is too broad, right? Like you have too big of holes in your net. And so if you have no filter, then like you cannot have any potency, right? Like you can't have any draw. You won't catch anything. Mm -hmm. And so um, because I wasn't getting any leads, I wasn't making any connections because everybody just assumes that they know what chiropractic is. And then I just started saying like, hey, I'm Dr. Spencer. I'm a pediatric chiropractor, dude. And people like that networking event, people lined up to talk to Mm -hmm. me just because they're like, what do you mean pediatric chiropractor? And like, that's when you get them. And um yeah. And so then I just said, Hey, I'm Dr. Spencer Dupre. I'm a pediatric chiropractor and we serve mom, kids and families, but we have a special place in our heart, especially for kids with developmental disorders. And that's what we, or I usually, I say developmental challenges, but yeah. that's what we say. Right. Like, so that already lets people know, like I serve moms, but both like ex- expecting and hopeful and we serve kids and especially kids with developmental uh, challenges. And I think, I think what's so, so important for our listeners is, how clear that was. There, there's no extra words. There's no uh, fluff. There's no, like, he's not trying to be the smartest person in the room. It's no, I see moms, kids, and a special place in my heart for kids with neurodevelopmental issues, right? And that he can say that over and over again, and it's the same thing. It's repeatable. It's reproducible. Um, so so amen to you, Spence. That's, that's, that's awesome. Thanks. Um, and how, how have you shifted? Because, uh, right, there's the commercial, and then there's the networking aspect. Yeah. Um, how have you shifted those conversations to really uh, educate? I don't really like that word, but to kind of enlighten your yeah. style there. <clears throat> well, um, with chiropractic, um, I've always, right. The, the less you talk, the more you hear. And same thing with chiropractic, like the softer your approach, like, or like the less that you're doing, the more that you can uh, bring forward in chiropractic. Right. And so, uh, the first thing I always open up with is just asking whoever I'm sitting in front of, like, oh, like, so I would say, like, yeah, so 
this is your name and you do that. And like, oh, so tell me about that. And like, that's how I always start. And um, it just gets them talking about them. And I just, just very actively listen and just like, uh, yes, like nodding my head, you know, and really actually trying to learn about what they're doing. Because if you can learn about what they're doing, you get an insight into what their life is like. And then therefore you can meet their challenges and their problems that that life is going to present them to. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you're, if you're so ready just to like fire off your chiropractic spiel, then you're never going to actually know if you can help this person or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just listen to them, ask them what they do. And uh, I'm really good at metaphor and relating things to chiropractic. And so I just say like, and they say like, so what do you do? And I, and I always say, well, it's a lot like, and then fill in the blank with whatever they said. And like, I just take something from what they just told me that they really understand. And I just relate it to chiropractic. Yeah. So like, like I've seen you do that time and time again. It's, I've always kind of hated you for it, or not hated, but envied <laughs> you for it. So I'm just like, how do, how do you spin it that well? Um, I, yeah, I just say, give me anything. I can, I'll relate it to chiropractic. Yeah, let's go with, uh, no, we won't do it right now. But, um, cool. Uh, Colton, how, here's a question I had. I was, I was blessed to speak at Paula Feely's uh, Samurai series over the weekend, and I talked about certainty and conviction coming from skill level. Um, but I was curious with your first time doing this 60 second commercial, looking back, how certain or how convicted do you feel you conveyed your message? Hmm. He's thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, how certain or how convicted did I feel that I conveyed my message? I feel really certain in my message. I mean, from the moment that I stepped on campus and really started to, to learn about chiropractic and and the power that it holds to really set people free and help them express that their ultimate potential essentially um i just i was just ready to spit that to anybody and everybody so my conviction came through but the the fluency in which i said it didn't so that's that's what i'm working on right now right and i think i think what helps lend at least for the three of us right all all three of us were up 6 a.m two three times a week training with kairos training culture developed us our skill pretty dang high. So I think when we have the opportunity to speak directly to someone or to a group, we have a little bit of a different swagger just because it's like, like yeah, if you come into my office and I get the chance to, to get my hands on you, like we're going to light you up and you're going to be feeling amazing mm-hmm. um, and functioning at a much higher potential. So I think, I think that's why Colton is able to say like, yeah, his conviction was there. He's also you know, very well versed in the green books and the way in which chiropractic science, true science uh, works. So um, it's awesome to hear you already feeling that certainty. Um, I know for me personally, I did not feel certain. Uh, I was like, I don't even know if this, I knew chiropractic works, but for whatever reason, when I look back on like my posture and my tone, it definitely sounded like I had no idea what I was even talking about. Um, And that's, I think what, what I've noticed in other networking groups, not with like a sense of judgment, um, but just kind of comparing side to side. Okay. Like what is this person doing? That's really good. Or why is this person struggling? And it's because they don't either uh, express passion in what they're, what they're doing or what their business is about, or they don't feel very certain in that their company can deliver the results that they are talking about in that 60 second commercial. And I think that's a really big piece is if you're getting ready for a networking group, or really practice in general, whether you're going to be an associate or an owner is feeling certain that, you know, chiropractic works. 
Um, and, and that comes through with, you know, multiple reps uh, of the skill, but also I, I know for Colton and myself, Spencer has a funny story with his mission trip, but, um, you know, going on a mission trip, seeing that it works right in front of you, uh, doing those types of things to really start to acknowledge, Oh wait, like what I'm doing works. Like I, I don't need to be questioning myself when I'm, when I'm in the big leagues, when I'm in front of these, uh, people in the group. So awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I have a question for you, Colton. Yeah. Um, so in, in your message and in your conviction and your certainty, I remember a couple months ago, like we had kind of talked about uh, your tagline, right? Like you had called asking me about your tagline. Um, and how has the journey of developing the message behind your brand um, been going for you, right? Because in networking, what you're ultimately doing is just representing your brand, like whatever, like Zach represents the within chiropractic brand, like I represent the empower chiropractic brand. And so like the Trinity life brand message is eventually is ultimately like what you're going to be speaking on in these network groups. So how has the development of that message been going for you? Kind of like walk us through like where, you're, where you started and like kind of where you're at now. Yeah, uh, most definitely. So that, that's what I'm super passionate about. Um, and, and it's honestly been a struggle for me because I want to convey it in a way that is very simple and makes sense without just like throwing it in people's faces. So like essentially my message is like, and, and I know both of y'all agree with me, but like we're made in the image of God um, and, and, that, and that's the message. And whenever our nervous system is clear of interference, we're allowed, we're able to like reach this, this, that potential that I talked about earlier. Um, but as you can see with me trying to explain it right now, like how do I, how do I explain that in, in a very simple uh, yet profound way? So that's, that's been something that, I, that I'm struggling with. Like the tagline that, that I've come up with is you were created perfect. Let us help you live that way. Um, and that's what I really want people to understand is that like they're perfect in who they are. Um, but sometimes with the stressors of life and, and what, what might be going on around us, that expression can be dampened or are, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, I guess that's my point. Yeah, that's exactly what we're looking for, right? Like what is the journey like to condense that message, right? How does that, how does that make you feel like when, um, like where are you at in that process? Like, how, like, do you feel like you're satisfied? Like, do you feel like you are in a space to like deploy that message? Um, no, I'm not, I'm not super, I, I guess I'm not super confident in, in where I am in delivering that message quite yet. I just kind of like let it rip whatever's on in my mind or on the tip of my tongue. So this is really inspiring me to sit down and get in my journal and really, really hone in on this message and, and how am I going to be able to communicate this um, effectively and efficiently? Yeah. Yep. I think that that'll take time, right? It's, I mean, obviously getting in the journal <laughs> over time, like you'll, you'll write down what you think the tagline is, but I think, the best thing is putting it in the fire. I mean, that's just my personal belief. Um, it's probably why I didn't do so well in school because I was like, I'll just figure it out on the test day. Um, but like doing the reps in in an actual like competing sense is is what really matters. Um, and so I think you'll you'll start to learn, oh, when I say this word, it doesn't really land. But when I actually use this word, it really lands. So um, I think both the journal and kind of brainstorming what to say and what not to say will go a long way, but also continuing to uh, get uncomfortable. It is really uncomfortable to be up there and um, 
try to give your 60 second commercial, especially when you're not open. Uh, I remember for me, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm really talking about all these things. No one can send me referrals because I'm not open yet. Like I'm just up here saying I'm going to be open soon, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I think, I think what is so great about BNI, and I'm not sure if, if Spencer, your group does this, but each member um, at some point in time gets to do a 10 minute presentation. And that's when you really get to let people know like, okay, this is what I do. This is how I do it. Um, why I do it and allow your passion to really convey through that. Um, and I was blessed. My, my group allowed me to, they wanted me to do it really early. I think I joined the group in July. Um, but I was like, look, I'm not going to be open until maybe end of September. I don't want to give a presentation and then people be like, how can I refer to you? And I'm like, wait until you know, three months from now. So um, what was great was I got to give my presentation uh, two weeks before we opened. And I actually have a pretty funny story um, where I was asked, like, oh, someone asked, like, who, who, like, we see that you really like taking care of anxiety and depression, um, you know, chronic fatigue, that kind of stuff. But is there, is there anyone else that you, like, really enjoy? And I was like, I have a heart for serving kids that suffered from concussions. I had five myself. Um, and I know that when that brain and body communication isn't working properly, um, it can lead to plenty of other things. And so I really, really enjoy checking kids that have suffered from concussions. And my first patient was a kid that had just had a concussion because his mom posted on a Facebook group that someone in my networking group was in saying, hey, my son just got a concussion. What should I do? And she commented, go see Zach. And she called me Thursday. I was, gonna, I was set to open on Monday. And there were still like rafters going up. They were putting the fans up in my office still. And I was like, and I can see you, but like there, there's still construction going on in my office. Like I had my CEO, so it wasn't like illegal in that sense. And she was like, perfect. And my first patient was exactly what I asked my ideal clientele to be. Um, it wasn't, you know, back pain Bob or, you know, I love back pain Bob personally, but it, it was a very different case for me to see based off of very, um, specific tailored uh ideal clientele speaking that that was not the right way to say that but you guys get what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. yeah yeah colton where are you at uh right now with your ideal client who is your ideal client in this moment yeah um so similar to what you said spence i was that guy in school like if they have a spine send them to me like i like going on all those mission trips like i love seeing kids moms everybody um Back pain, Bob, even like Zach just mentioned. Um, but as I'm graduated and, and looking more into ideal clientele, I'm starting to realize like where chiropractic like has really made an impact in my life. And we listened to an Ed Milet talk, and he said like you're best you're best able to serve the person you used to be, right? Um, and more so, I've been praying on it, thinking on it. It's become clear to me that, like Spence is saying, that that developmental challenge that kids have is something that I really struggled with growing up and, and like I'm best fit to take care of those kids because that's where my heart is. And so that's, um, that's been a recent shift, like really in the last two weeks of of people that I realized that like, Hey, like you've been called to take care of these people. So take care of these people, take care of these kids. Um, and then also like, I love the the family unit. So getting a whole family under care, those kids, including their parents is, if that's what I'm looking for in my practice, total family that's awesome, wellness. Man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that was surprising for me. I guess who your clientele would be. I was, I was 
<laughs> oh yeah, dude, you're gonna be a PX doc for sure. But um, <clears throat> so going into that, like leading into it, right? Your ideal clientele is the thing that you one like build your message around and to like build your office around. And <clears throat> excuse me, I know like in our in my master network group, um, we we also do like I just did my 10 minute presentation last week, and um. I got to be able to like really showcase my office and everyone always wants to know like, okay, well, what makes you different? What sets you apart? And like, I know both for me and Zach and our experience, the, the insight scans and the CLA um, technology, like really is the thing that sets our office apart for me. It like is the thing that like, I don't have to say anything else. I just say like, I have these nervous system scans that like tell us how much stress is in your body. And they're like, I'm in, right. There's no convincing on chiropractic. You're like, I just want to check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do you foresee like being your, it's called like your unique selling point. Where do you see that happening for your office goal? So that's two things. That's the, um, the insight CLA, which I decided that I'm going to use in my practice. Thanks to both of y'all guys as a big inspiration for that. I mean, always something that I've wanted to incorporate in this, this message that we deliver about nervous system based care. Um, and then two, like I have a passion for upper cervical work and being able to clear the upper cervical is, is just something that I've loved and, um, continuing to develop my skill set in that and my analysis in that is is where I, I really want to hang my hat. You're going to be up in Allen, correct? Yes, sir. Allen. Trinity Life Chiropractic in Allen, opening in March. Nice. It's exciting. Um, yeah, and some insight into uh, upper cervical work in kids. I just had a 12-year-old come in uh, yesterday, and um, we've been trying to like reset his vagus nerve, and dude, he was like, was not clearing the past like three or four adjustments and he came back. And I, uh, one of our buddies just sent me a, a sick toggle piece in the mail and I lit him up and he walked out and, uh, he said to his dad waiting in the waiting room for him, like, that was the coolest thing I've ever experienced. He's like, everything <laughs> is so bright. It was so cool. And then they left. And then his dad left me a five-star Google review, like right then and there. Right. So like doing things that are different, that are unique is, uh, really so potent for people. Yep. Yep. thousand percent. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to go back to one thing, Spence, that you mentioned uh, when you said you sit down with people. Um, and this is, you know, advice for Colton. And I think you do this already. But uh, for our listeners, I, I mentioned early, I was like networking for most people. They make it seem like it's uh, hand out their business cards. Uh, and what I've learned is that's definitely not the way to do it. I've had plenty of people just come up to me, not even introduce themselves and say, hey, here's my business card. Uh, talk to you soon. And I was like, I don't even, and sometimes their business card doesn't say what they do. I'm like, this is strange. Um, but what, what Spence was talking about is getting to, to understand and know people at a, on a one-to-one level, even if it's like a mixer or a happy hour, having that ability to be interested and ask thought provoking questions. And for me, I think has been, been killer just because one, I really like to get to know people. Um, I want to know, like, why did they get into their job or, you know, what are their current struggles or what's, you know, been the coolest thing they've seen since they've started uh, more in the last few months. And so I'll ask all those questions um, because uh, Justin Winstead, who we had on a few few weeks ago, he mentioned to me, he's a phenomenal networker, but he he, he mentioned, you know, the most interesting person in the room is actually the person person that's most interested. So when you're interested in other people, you can have 50 30-second conversations, handing your business card, hey, I'm a chiropractor, give me a call when your back hurts. Or you can have 
two to three really good conversations with people. And when they leave, they're like, wow, that person like took the time to understand me. Like I know them better. I understand their business better. That way when it comes time for referrals and actually, you know, getting your, your return on investment, it's because you actually were interested in people. And so just taking that time, slowing down, pausing, taking deep breaths and getting to know people. So it might be a little more uncomfortable. You're like, you see all these people at these mixers and you're like, I should be getting 50 business cards. It's like, no, 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 like plant, plant the seed, plant really good seeds, water those seeds as much as you can in that, that one networking event. Yeah. Cool. Here's a question for you. Um, so we can kind of like wrap up our networking episode, but uh, who are some of the people that like, what kind of professions were uh, you talking to in your BNI group? Like who are some of the people that you were like really spent time to get to know? Um, yeah, cool. So and real quick, just to speak to what y'all were talking about, um, that was like one of the things that said before going to a BNI thing was like, go to learn about other people, not to speak about your stuff. And so that's what I kind of went in there uh, with the mentality of anyway. Like, I don't really have to speak too much about me because I'm there to learn about them um, and learning about them. I met the person I talked to the most was a personal finance um, guy. He was super cool, super welcoming. Um, and then I also um, met with a a construction worker. Um, he was just like so excited to like learn about me, but like I sat there and talked to him about what he did and he just loves chiropractic. So that was cool. And then also um, a guy that helps find like different like health insurances or different packages that, that um, are beneficial to people. And he was really cool and had some really cool insights to share with me. And there were plumbers, there were real estate agents. There's just all kinds of people. It was really cool. Yeah. And so I asked that question, like to then set up a question for Zach, like what are some of the people that you find yourself like gravitating, gravitating toward in your networking groups? Like when someone says like, Oh, I'm this, like, this is what I do. Do you kind of light up and say like, okay, I'm going to really try to get to know you. Or is it just like kind of whoever is, has the time. Uh, you know, big thing with BNI is once you're in the group, you're asked to do a one-to-one with like every person in the group. So yeah, really making that a, a sole effort um, to get to know them more on that level. Uh, I don't necessarily like listen. I mean, I listen, but I don't listen for like that. I don't listen for like that entry point. Um, being a chiropractor, like there's powerhouse groups. So there's like the real estate group and they have their little circle. Um, and then there's like the roofing and the restoration group and the HVAC. Um, so for me, I'm really more so trying to hear what they're, what they're saying. And that way, when I go to the one-to-one, I have it in the back of my head. Like, Hey, I know you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, like how's that been going? Or like, how can I help you find that person? Um, so I'm more so trying to get things in the back of my head so that when I meet with them on a one-to-one level, I can go a little bit deeper at a quicker rate. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. What are, what are like, who do you listen for? Cause I'm curious. Uh, not really like, um, because so in master networks, we do the same thing. They're called face to face, right? Just cause it's not being honest. So we don't call them one to one. Um, but we do the same thing. I just, um, found myself like talking to more like in the chamber events. Like I talk a lot more to family practitioners, counselors, um, like those kind of deals. than I do like the corporate lights guy, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. we don't connect very much a lot on that or like the, um, you know, in, in like my, um, in my master networks group, like, I really connect with uh, like, well, Danielle is where I met uh, the, the, I met her at master networks. And so like 
I connect really well with her. Like she teaches kids how to swim. Uh, I connect really well with our like young living, uh, essential oils lady. Mm-hmm. Like she's phenomenal. Um, so I, I just find myself talking to those people more because it's just common interest, not necessarily saying I'm like looking for like, Oh, where do I step in right here? Um, yeah. Or like yeah. that because I've had, yeah, I try to do one-to-ones with, uh, or well, face-to-faces with, um, as many people in, in the group as possible. Yeah. I, I shoot for one. I try to go every week, but since I've opened and got a little bit busier, it's got a little tougher. So, uh, definitely pre-opening I was, I was doing at least one every week. Um, and then in the chamber, um, chamber of commerce, it's, it's more so listening for, um, and you can judge me if you want to, but who, who appears or who have I seen their name consistently throughout the community that mm-hmm. is going to uh, know the most kind of thinking about it uh, as in, I can either uh, look for the geese or look for the eggs. Um, and if I can go find the geese that's laying the eggs to all the people in the community, that's a much better person to, to connect with and, and, you know, just follow up with. Um, and then the other big thing too is, is doing a follow-up. Um, I'm sure most of us, in our in our chiropractic practice, when we have someone come in the first time, uh, we do a follow up with them after the first time they've been adjusted or whatever. But with a one to one or any meeting uh, in the chamber and things of that nature, doing a follow up then too, like, hey, it was really great to sit down and talk with you. Um, and it sounds crazy. It sounds like, yeah, why would I not do that? Well, a lot of people don't. And so it's doing it's doing that extra one percent or that one thing that a lot of people don't do, so that you stand out and that people are like, this is a really good dude. It's about building trust at the end of the day. Like how much can mm-hmm. you, how much trust can you build um, by, by being you and being authentic and expressing your message, expressing who your ideal clientele is um, and then being a good person, which tastes it, but there's not many people that are. What you got called? Do you have something to add? Yeah. I just have a question for both of y'all. So we've mentioned BNI and chamber is what y'all were just talking about. Correct. Chamber of mm-hmm. commerce. Okay. Um, any other groups that y'all that y'all are in, or any other ways of networking or marketing that, that y'all, or I guess just uh, networking that y'all use? Dude, um, my advice to people who would like are starting to network: find like get involved in your city chamber, which is like the the general group. You can have a it can be all chiropractors. Like if Allen is just so happily a chiropractic town, like the whole chamber could be just chiropractors. Um, get involved in there because it gets you like in front of like a lot of people. And then being in these groups that have like the isolated, like single special, like profession group is also beneficial as well. Like, cause you want your exposure, but you also want to be the expert at the same time. Right. Um, like you want to be the guy in the group. That's really nice because um, it just isolates you a little bit more. You're not, um, not quote competing, but they're not as many voices saying the same thing. I think uh, some other groups that I've heard of, I haven't used, I mean, a really great way to start is just going on Facebook and searching networking groups. Um, and if you're in Allen, searching Allen networking groups um, or Colleyville networking groups. And then from there, there's Toastmasters, which is similar to BNI. I think I haven't been. Um, and just just Facebook searching or Google searching. Or when you do go, I mean, BNI and Chamber are like almost guaranteed that you'll have one pretty close to you um, or a master networkers. Um I don't know how their reach, but from there you can then start asking people in that group, like, Hey, where, where else are you spending your time? And if they're like, I go to the happy hour at Moxie's, then it's like, interesting. Okay. Um, 
Do you go to any of the networking groups? Yeah. Okay, cool. Can I go with you? And they love to take you with them. So yeah. yep. and then asking them like, who should I be getting coffee with around the community outside of our group? That uh, was huge for me too. Cool. Yeah, they're everywhere, dude. Like, I mean, everyone will invite you. I think I'm in like 11 Facebook pages or something like that, like just for networking. Um, so then just like picking and choosing the ones that are most fruitful for you that you can pour into the most is good. Yeah, man. Well, Colt, we, uh, we thank you for taking the time out. Uh, I know you're in the, the process of opening up. So look forward to, to following you along with Trinity Life Chiropractic. And um, yeah, Spence, you got, you got anything for our listeners? Uh, no, thanks so much, Colton. Colton, why don't you just tell everybody where they can find you, how to stay updated with you, and uh, anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. You can find me at um, Trinity Life Chiropractic on Instagram. Uh, my website is trinitylifechiro.com, um, and then my personal is Doctor O'Brien or Doctor Colton O'Brien on Instagram, and then Colton O'Brien on Facebook. Nice dude. Nice to people go give that man a follow. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be dropping episodes every Monday. If you did enjoy this episode, give us a like, share us on your Instagram story um, or Facebook or wherever your peeps will find this. Uh, the more people we can have uh, understanding the process of opening up, the better this profession will be. Um, so really appreciate Colton taking the time. Spence, peace out, man. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Whatnot Podcast. We'll see you next week.